sponsored by Amazon. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Rogu Munavalan. It's Tuesday. Text of the continuing resolution was just released, and we're just six weeks away from Election Day. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Nestled into the stopgap spending bill that Congress is aiming to pass to avert a government shutdown this week is over $12 billion in aid for Ukraine. Kevin Frucking from the Associated Press reports. Here's what else he says is in it. The funding package, which Congress is set to consider this week, will also provide disaster assistance, including for Jackson, Mississippi. Also in the package is money to help households afford winter heating and funding to assist Afghans in resettling in the U.S. But here's what's not in it. Biden's request for emergency funds to fight COVID and monkeypox. What's in it for now, but might not be for long, Joe Manchin's permitting reform bill. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis spent his first term becoming one of the most influential Republicans in the country, a likely 2024 contender who's already shaping his party's national agenda. But DeSantis still hasn't faced one of the toughest challenges a Florida leader can encounter, a hurricane. That's all changing this week as Hurricane Ian barrels toward the state. The National Hurricane Center reports that Ian is currently moving over western Cuba as a Category 3 hurricane with winds at 125 miles per hour. The current track has it hitting western Florida at 2 a.m. Thursday, raising alarms over a long-feared scenario, a direct hit to Tampa Bay that could push a 10-foot-plus storm surge into one of the state's most populated and vulnerable epicenters. As Politico's Matt Dixon writes from Tallahassee, the hurricane is on track to make landfall in the state just six weeks ahead of the November elections, and depending on how well the governor responds to the potentially catastrophic storm, DeSantis may emerge more popular or open himself up to criticism. A new internal poll from Democratic Senate candidate Sherry Beasley finds a tied race in North Carolina. The 46% to 46% deadlock with GOP nominee, Representative Ted Budd, is not far out of line with other recent independent polls, which have tended to show Budd with a small lead within the margin of error. What's important here is the context, which is the emerging game of nationwide triage that both parties are starting to engage in as election day draws closer. Beasley is battling the perception that North Carolina is not quite in the top tier of Senate races nationally, a perception underscored by the fact that no Democrat has won a statewide federal election there since 2008. So this poll is more than anything else a signal to Democratic donors, large and small, that North Carolina is very much in play. Beasley has enjoyed a significant hard money advantage over Bud, but GOP outside groups are already starting to help close that gap. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 1.15 p.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will deliver remarks focused on health care costs, Medicare, and Social Security in the Rose Garden. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre and FEMA Administrator Deanne Criswell will brief at noon. Vice President Kamala Harris is in Japan, where last night and this morning, she held bilateral meetings with South Korean Prime Minister Han Duk-su and Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese, and attended the state funeral for former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. 
The White House also confirmed on Monday night that Harris would visit Korea's demilitarized zone on Thursday to tour sites at the DMZ, meet with service members, and receive an operational briefing from U.S. commanders. The Senate will meet at 3 p.m. to take up the vehicle for the continuing resolution to fund the government. There'll be a cloture vote on the motion to proceed at 5.30. The Rules Committee will mark up the Electoral Count Act reform bill at 4 p.m. The House is out today. All right. For more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghumana Valen. Have a good Tuesday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. All employees should have the opportunity and tools to grow their careers, regardless of where they start. That's why. Amazon offers nine different programs designed to help employees advance their careers and move into higher paying roles within Amazon. Learn more at aboutamazon.com.